Abilities of infants during the first 18 months. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Christopher Most. Abilities of infants during the first 18 months by T. W. Richards and Virginia L. Nelson. A variety of evidence from many points of view has been adduced to describe and explain the emergence of behavior during infancy. Developmental problems have been a major interest in Gazelle's work for a number of years, and more recently Halverson, Shirley, and others have produced much significant material in this field. Basic to the quantitative estimation of patterns of behavior is the creation of tests, a task to which Gazelle early devoted himself. Attempts to standardize Gazelle's baby test situations or situations like them have been made by several investigators. We know of no attempt so far to analyze the results of baby test material by means of factor analysis. It is the purpose of this paper to present such analysis of test results secured from children at 6, 12, and 18 months. The Gazelle tests were used at each age level in the manner described by Gazelle. Earlier papers have described the test results in detail. This study will be limited to the correlational and analytic procedures, results, and interpretation. Eighty infants were used at each age level. About 40% of the infants were included in each group, so that the study is longitudinal in certain respects. Sexes were distributed about evenly. Children were tested within four days of the six months' birthday, five days of the one-year birthday, and seven days of the 18 months' birthday. The split-half reliabilities of the total tests at each age level were obtained by using items alternating in difficulty. For these correlations, all items were used, not only those used in the factor analyses. The corrected coefficients were as follows, 6 months, 0.89, 12 months, 0.84, and 18 months, 0.79. The total test scores intercorrelated as follows, 6 with 12 months, 0.72, 6 with 18 months, 0.42, 12 with 18 months, 0.56. Item intercorrelations. For the intercorrelations, all tests were used at each age level which were passed by at least 25 and not more than 75% of children, and which were not contingent upon one another. For example, since all children who walk can stand, standing was rejected and walking retained at 12 months. This selection of items perhaps eliminated several which may be considered as particularly diagnostic, and the rejection of which may leave the schedule a different instrument than Gazelle described. To our observation, however, the items in the middle 50% are reasonably representative of the area tested by the total schedule at each level. Tetrachoric coefficients were used throughout. On a group of 80 children, the tetrachoric coefficient has a standard error of from 0 .00 to 0 .22 depending on its size and the degree to which the two variables split the group evenly. The modal standard error at 0.17 indicates that a coefficient had to be 0.50 or better to be very significant of interrelationship. Two types of factor analysis were used, the method of multiple factors for which Thurston's accounts were used as guides, and the bifactor method of Spearman and Holzinger for which Holzinger's accounts were used. The intercorrelations at each age level appear in tables 1, 2, and 3. We shall not pause to examine the coefficients at this point more than to point out the interesting fact that intercorrelations are greatest for the six months group and the least for the twelve. This fact merits consideration in the light of the findings of several studies which show that for a given battery of tests, intercorrelation drops with increasing age and experience. These considerations will be treated in the discussion. Multiple Factor Analysis 
Two criteria were used in the multiple factor analyses to indicate when to halt the extraction of factors, the sigma of residuals criterion suggested earlier by Thurston, and the criterion recently proposed. Sigmas of successive tables of residuals are presented in Table 4. It will be seen that, by comparison with the sigma of original coefficients, the variability in the case of the six months data drops to the error point after extraction of one factor. In the case of the 12 months, material coefficients and successive residuals are at all points below the error limit. The 18 months material permits two factors before this point. The criterion data are presented in Table 5. On the basis of this criterion, the 6 months and 18 months data evidence two factors and the 12 months data three. These conflicting results regarding the factors evidenced by multiple factor analyses of these data suggested that the factor loadings themselves should be consulted before any conclusion was made. Examination of the factor loadings in each analysis and of rotated factor weights suggested that there are two factors of importance at each level. However, at 12 months, analysis has been made of three factors as well. The material to follow will treat, therefore, of single-factor matrices at 6 and 18 months, and of two such matrices at 12 months. Table 6 presents the unrotated and rotated factor loadings for the 6 months group. In a previous report, these were presented and treated as if three factors were significant. These factors were described as a motor factor, an alertness factor, and a general or halo effect factor. Subsequent analysis by means of correlating the factor scores indicated that the motor and general factor were correlated 0.94. It is seen above, also, that the criterion suggests that there are only two factors. The structure presented in the columns to the right, headed 1 and 2, is quite orthogonal. The factors may be designated as an alertness factor and a motor factor. The motor factor is present in some degree in practically all tests, probably because of the obvious fact that all behavior at this early level is, in a sense, motor, at least in expression. Factor 1 is present most heavily in those tests which seem to imply a. distance reception, and b. playfulness. The term alertness has been used to characterize the group. In another study, it was shown that items regards pellet and splashes in tub correlated most highly with the Stanford Binet at three years. According to our interpretation, both items would seem to possess an element of alertness. However, regards pellet has no alertness saturation. Splashes in tub has no motor factor. This anomaly is exemplary of the fact that the factor characterizations are not nice logical indices of system in the tests used. There are different exceptions which do not conform. The 12 months analysis in two configurations is presented in Table 7. Reference to the column headed H squared will show a. that the third factor adds very little to the communality over and above that contributed by the first two factors, and b. that the communality of the average test in the 12 months analysis, even if three factors are used, is considerably less than that of tests in the six month analysis. The mean H squared values at six months compared with those at 12 months was 0.633, while the later tests yielded, for two factors, 0.333, and for three factors, 0.399. Obviously, this difference is an expression of the lower correlation at 12 months, mentioned above. In terms of factor theory, it is clear that the 12 months battery represents a group of tests with more specific factors than those at 6, tests tending to measure more discrete functions. Plan 1 in the rotated system at 12 months suggests again the orthogonal arrangement demonstrated at 6 months. Again, there is a motor factor, and a factor composed of alertness items like pointing to things at table, dangling ring, etc. 
though tries to put on shoes does not possess this factor. The two language items have the greatest saturation with the alertness factor, so that the factor may be designated as alertness language. Incidentally, these language items had greater predictability for later mental status than did most remaining items at 12 months. Plan 2 is no aid in interpretation. Factor 2 prime seems to be the 2 of Plan 1, but Factor 1 prime and 3 prime are present in a variety of tests without apparent logic. This fact, plus the doubtful communality contribution, would suggest that Factor 3 prime is an artifact, a function of error. Table 8 presents the unrotated and rotated factor loadings of tests used in the 18 months analysis. Mr. James McDowell deserves thanks for the work he did on the 18 months material. In a previous report, these were presented and treated as if three factors were significant. These factors were described as a motor factor, an alertness factor, and a general or halo effect factor. Subsequent analysis by means of correlating the factor scores indicated that the motor and general factor were correlated 0.94. It is seen above also that the criterion suggests that there are only two factors. Here the communality of the tests is considerably above that of tests at 12 months, at a mean of 0.479 compared with 0.333, but it is less than the mean of 0.633 at 6 months. We may say that the 18 months tests have more in common with each other, or are less specific, than the tests at 12 months. This would bear out the suggestion above, that the 18 months test covers a more restricted area than the 12 months test. Either certain functions measured at 12 months have dropped out of the developmental picture, or tests for them are rejected because they are not regarded as worth sampling at 18 months. Rotated loadings at 18 months suggest again the motor and alertness language factors. There is an increased number of impure or mixed tests, however, indicating that the gazelle tests at this level tend to be more complex, to involve mixtures of functions more than do the 12 months tests. Bifactor Analyses Using the bifactor method of Spearman-Holzinger, factor loadings were obtained for each of the age levels as shown in Tables 9, 10, and 11. Table 9 presents two sets of loadings, based on the same material. Professor Carl J. Holzinger and his assistants very kindly analyzed the six months' material independently of us. It will be seen that the results of the two independent analyses agree rather closely in most respects. Interpretation of the six months' factors on the basis of bifactor loadings is difficult. It is immediately apparent that by comparison with the multiple factor method, the Spearman-Holzinger analysis discriminated more factors. It also accounted for more variance. In addition to the general factor, of which all tests have a sizable loading at six months, the motor A and alertness B factors seem to be present. The tests possessing factors C, regards pellet and splashes in tub, would be classified by us as alertness tests, but they have no factor B. However, strangely enough, these two tests rank above all other tests in correlating rather highly with later mental status. Perhaps by comparison with the unitary alertness factor shown by the Thurston analysis, the bifactor method yields two sub-factors, one of which is characterized by tests predictive of later mental status, or to be designated as indicative of an essential core of developmental nature. Holzinger's analysis indicated the possibility of a fourth group factor, factor D, present in the two responses to music. These tests possessed the alertness factor in the Thurston analysis, but there they may characterize an auditory alertness. Table 10 presents the bifactor loadings of the tests at 12 months. Here, language becomes set off by the doublet C, which we may call a language factor. Factors A and B seem both to be motor in character, 
a tending toward more gross activities such as climbing walking etc though except's third cube is heavily saturated while b tends toward finer manipulations this interpretation is very tentative however it is interesting to note that this analysis does not result in a greater number of factors at twelve months than did the six months analysis by factor loadings at eighteen months are presented in table eleven two tests at eighteen months accounted for more than unity variance asks for toilet and pictures points three or more objects at eighteen months language characterized factor a while factor d is characterized by so-called performance tests and may be designated as manipulatory or spatial factor factors b and c may be some splitting up of alertness doublets designated as factors e f and g are impossible of interpretation and can probably be disregarded until more evidence is obtained with respect to them the eighteen months analysis accounts for more factors probably than were obtained at twelve months this is contrary to the evidence suggested by the Thurston analyses. Intercorrelation of factors In order to determine the extent to which the factors were correlated, coefficients were calculated as follows. Each child at each age level was given the Thurston factor weight for each of his successes. These crude factor scores were then correlated at each age level, with like scores at each of the other age levels. An identical group of children who had received a score on each item at each age level was so small that the correlations were based on maximum groups obtainable for each level. Consequently, the coefficients are based on different subgroups throughout. They may be regarded as representing similar samplings, however. Table 12 presents the coefficients in the upper left half of the table, and the numbers of cases for each coefficient in the lower half. The data in Table 12 suggests that A there is a definite correlation between factor scores at each age level. This is due to the impure nature of the tests, that is, that most of the tests at every age level possess both factors to some extent. B. The six months factor predict the twelve months factors about evenly. Motor tending to predict motor, alertness tending to predict alertness. The six months factor predicts a little at eighteen months, however. This may be due to the fact that the eighteen months test is, as a whole, composed of more alertness material. Only the alertness factor at 12 months has much predictive value. C. At 18 months, motor performance seems to be predicted better than does alertness, but is better predicted by alertness tests. These crude data would indicate that baby test material such as that used in this study is composed of motor tests in abundance. However, those tests which best predict later status are tests of less motor character. The alertness factor at six months cannot be regarded as identical with the alertness factor at 18 months, but the two are similar factors in relation to the total test at each level. The more mental elements, which later become more characteristically motor as they are replaced by more mental elements. Discussion The most direct approaches to the effective age on mental organization have been made by Spearman, Garrett, Bryan, Pearl, and Anastasi. It is rather well known that as age increases, abilities tend to become more and more discreet. Spearman has suggested that the general factor may drop in importance as children grow older. Thurston, in a recent discussion, feels that, quote, If it should be established that the intercorrelation of psychological tests tend to decrease with age, the effect can be interpreted in terms of a rather simple hypothesis. If we assume that the mental abilities of the young child are not clearly differentiated, he will use a wider spread of abilities in solving a problem than later, when he can restrict his efforts to those mental abilities that are the most appropriate for the problem. This effect is readily seen in the muscular coordination of children in which larger muscle groups are involved than when the same coordination is affected by an older child or by an adult. 
Examples are early efforts in writing, at the piano, and in typewriting. If the mental abilities become more and more differentiated with exercise and maturity, it should follow that psychological tests become less and less correlated with age." Unquote. Where did these gazelle data fit into the study picture of the genesis of mental organization? Genetic data may be considered from two points of view. A. We may define as equivalent sampling any two sections of behavior which use identical test situations and employ the same criteria of response. This means simply that the same tests are used for each age group, but the tests are defined as similar because a similar criterion of performance is maintained. B. The second point of view would define as similar those tests at two different age levels which tended to correlate. This would imply that the underlying factors which two tests shared were of primary importance, and that the nature of the performance was secondary. Stoddard and Wellman have stated this viewpoint rather clearly. Quote, it is necessary to avoid the error of believing that things contributing to the same general function must themselves be alike or look alike. A task may be performed with or without verbalization, and the two acts may appear grossly unlike, yet they may make essentially the same contribution to a pattern of intelligence. For example, the placing of one cube on top of another by a child may contribute to the measurement of intelligence as adequately as the definition of pity fifteen years later. In measuring intelligence, we are getting at not only ingredients of the whole pattern, but at indicators, surrogates, and prognosticators. We need not bother at all about the external appearance of our tests if they are shown A, to B, or to be related to B, to B surrogates of, or C, to predict the likelihood of intelligent behavior as defined. If the goal is not so much to measure intelligence as to analyze the whole behavior pattern of the child, we are of course justified in focusing our attention upon any practical aspect of development or behavior, such as motor skills, speech, or ability in spatial relations." Unquote. Since the gazelle items at any two age levels separated by six months are in most cases not identical tests, we cannot consider the material here presented from the first viewpoint. Hence, it is not entirely comparable material to that of Garrett at Alia. From the second point of view, these gazelle items may be considered as indices of underlying abilities at each age level. The intercorrelations of total test scores and of factor scores indicated earlier in this paper suggest that the 12 months test samples, 72 squared, or 50% of the 6 months area, and that the 18 months test measures a smaller portion, 56 squared, or 30%. Obviously, the group of tests or the area sampled by the tests may be biased in the direction of certain abilities, may measure only a small proportion of the total number of factors demonstrable at each age level, etc. This possibility of uneven sampling is a serious handicap to the interpretation of our data. If we could assume that, despite great differences in the apparent nature of the tests used at different age levels, they covered a similar area of behavior, then our age levels would be comparable. On this assumption, since within the three age levels here used, 6, 12, and 18 months, there was a drop in intercorrelation between test items, there was an increasing discreteness of factors from 6 to 12 months, but a decrease from 12 to 18 months, since the 18 months item intercorrelate more highly than the 12 months. At 18 months, there is a drop in correlation when compared with the 6 months correlation, so that the 18 months level is less highly unified than the 6 month schedule but the 18-month series presents a greater unification than the 12-month series. Three interpretations are possible. If the behavioral areas were equally sampled at each age, then a. The situation above might indicate that there was a differentiation of abilities from 6 months to 12 months. Indeed, at 18 months, there was a differentiation from 6 months. But between 12 months and 18 months, there occurs an integration to some extent. 
Such an interpretation would suggest that the abilities required to pass items at six months were few, and were common to a large number of tests. At twelve months, the abilities required are more diffuse, discrete, and possibly greater in number. At eighteen months, there is a return to a greater unity or integration of abilities, so that fewer abilities, with greater saturation in tests, are in evidence. A second interpretation is b that the twelve-month sampling is for some reason less adequate or even that the sampling at six months and eighteen months thus at twelve months we may have sampled only a portion of the core of abilities sampled at six months and at eighteen months the drop in intercorrelation between tests from six months to eighteen months suggests the differentiation principle outlined above the exaggerated drop from six months to twelve months and the increase from twelve months to eighteen months suggest that the twelve-month sampling is inadequate for some reason and renders that level less comparable to other levels this interpretation suggests immediately that if the sampling at one level is regarded as inadequate so may the others be inadequate and it may be entirely idle to compare them in any way Another interpretation of the drop and later rise in intercorrelation, C, is that, due to the selection of test items, consciously or otherwise, there is, during the first year, a tendency to sample a wider spread of abilities than at 18 months. In later childhood, there is a tendency to select items for their value as correlates with intelligence. This selection explains the situation found by McNeemar to hold for the revised Stanford Binet. McNeemar found that one factor accounted for the intercorrelation of test items at almost all points. Garrett and his associates, and others, selected their tests not for the tendency to correlate with such a criterion as general intelligence, but in the hope that they would measure discrete factors, perhaps analogous to those found by Kelly, Thurston, and others. As a consequence, such studies present more of a multiple-factor picture. If we assume that the alertness factor we found to operate in these early gazelle schedules is comparable or identical with intelligence, it is logical to suppose that as intelligence responses become with increasing age more and more observable, non-mental items are rejected to a greater extent in selecting test material. At the very early age levels, most responses have a heavier non-mental saturation than later because intelligence is less observable, for which there are much less adequately objective criteria of response. It is a commonplace thing that evidence for a communality of tests depends very greatly on the tests used, or sampling of abilities. Furphy, Bonham, and Sargent used a group of reflex tests on newborn infants, and found very little communality between tests. There was no general factor, and hence, very little evidence for an integration of these responses. This result may be explained at least partly on the basis of the responses used, we believe. That is, the sampling of behavior pattern was not general. It comprised a number of discrete items. If one were to regard these as a fair sampling of mentality or behavior of the newborn infant, then he should regard the result as indicating no unity at all to mental organization at that level. But it is logical at least to consider the possibility that they do not represent an adequate sampling of mental or behavioral potentiality at that level. Probably the correct interpretation of our material lies somewhere in the middle ground. Without an abundance of factual material upon which to base our opinion, some such interpretation as this seems possible. From the behavioral point of view, it can be stated generally that the child's behavior becomes more and more mental as age proceeds. To this extent, a total section of his behavior will seem less and less non-mental or motor. Thus, the selection of gazelle items to give a rough section of behavioral possibilities will include items which, defined behaviorally, or in terms of the conventional psychological categories, will be heavily motor early in life, and less heavily motor, more mental, later, as language, problem-solving, etc., appear.
Conclusions From six months on, there appear to be two factors present in the mental organization of the child. Whether these factors are present before this point, we do not know. The work of Furphy, Bonham, and Sargent would be considered negative, though not strong evidence that the factors are not clearly present in the newborn infant. Bailey's work would suggest that, at about six months, the non-motor or alertness factor first appears. Whatever the past history of the factors prior to two months, they do possess psychological significance. In general, it may be said that tests heavy in the alertness factor also correlate best with later mental status. As this factor of alertness becomes more and more apparent in the total picture, it becomes incorporated as a greater and greater element in mental tests. Perhaps it is the only important factor in the Stanford-Binet at later age levels. Perhaps it is general in psychological tests to such an extent that it is regarded as G by those adhering to the bifactor theory. In these early baby tests, there is considerable evidence that non-mental functions are considered important in the sampling of behavior. The abundance of these non-mental functions probably explains, in part, the lack of correlation of later tests with later mental status. But we cannot be certain that ignoring these functions would leave sufficient residue for a psychological test at all. Earlier than six months, there may be no mental ability of the type tested later in childhood. The bifactor analysis did not give results which agreed entirely with those of the Thurston analyses, but the differences were not marked. On the whole, the bifactor analyses discriminated more group factors. End of Abilities of Infants During the First 18 Months